Welcome to the New Swingers Podcast, the only podcast in the world specifically created for and focused on couples who are new to or curious about the swinger lifestyle. It is for audiences of those age 18 years and older. And though we give our opinions, we are not therapists or mental health professionals, and our opinions are simply our own. So here's the deal. Lots of couples new to the swinger lifestyle have a lot of questions, and they're often nervous or feel insecure. Our mission is to help you answer all of those questions so you can explore the swinger lifestyle comfortably at your own pace and make your sex life sizzle. Our voices have been changed to protect our identities and any email questions of yours that we read will be addressed anonymously to protect your identity as well. And a lot of you ask about wanting to see what June looks like because she sounds so hot. Well, she is hot. And here's how you can see what she looks like. This hot, sexy, gorgeous, former church preschool teacher turned hot swinger wife. Just click the first link in the show notes to check out June's OnlyFans page. You'll get unlimited access to hot, daily, uncensored glimpses of her and her gorgeous 32 D pierced nipples. She gets pretty crazy on there. Just click the first link in the show notes. What hurt? <laughs> I sat in the chair in the fucking corner of the... <laughs> the corner bookshelf. of the table. Not bookshelf. The book. Fuck, we've had vodka, so there's that. We, we just had vodka <laughs> for an early lunch. And I slapped her ass when she bent over to get the thing that uh, she puts the microphone on. Mm-hmm. And then her nipple rubbed really hard against it by accident as she sat down in yes. the chair here in our studio. And that's what she's cursing and... Uh, yeah, it fucking hurt. <laughs> So yeah, we just had we just had vodka for an early lunch, late breakfast. Um, we're we're not alcoholics. Um, I don't know how to just, how do I justify that statement? We're not alcoholics. <laughs> we just like to drink and do our podcast. We we discovered that doing our podcast naked wasn't enough, which we are, by the way. Yes, um, always. June has. 30, are you thirty two? Thirty two. Now triple, that I've lost 30 double or triple pounds. D's, double or triple D's. Because before, well, according was, to Victoria's Secret, it's triple D. That's why they sell more than everyone else because they they make their bra sizes <laughs> different, so that every woman goes, "Oh, I'm a triple D." Victoria's Secret, which but means, Walmart, I'm a double D. I'm going to Victoria's Secret. I'm going to uh-huh. spend fifty dollars more because you like you like the feeling of a triple D. Mm-hmm. You like being called a triple D. I do, and my doctor's like, "Well, that means that you're a true double D." And I was like, "Okay, good. That's what I wanted." Mm. That's what I wanted too, <laughs> and they are good. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, so um, that was an unconventional start to the podcast episode. <laughs> That's okay. It doesn't always have to be so organized. Organized? No, you want some sort of organization. Well, yes. But um, anyway. Today, <laughs> it's the vodka. Don't worry, we'll get to the point. We will get there, I promise. Because we already got there this morning and it was fucking hot. Yes, it was. You're welcome. Though, it did take a little longer for both of us it to, did, but also, to quote unquote get there. Because let's be honest, we am I exaggerating <laughs> by saying each of us have probably came, well, you probably came probably eight or nine times in the past three or four days. And I probably came probably five or six times in the past three or four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, it was awesome. We don't like taking a break <laughs> from sex. No, but we your don't. body's like, "Fuck you! I need to reproduce this mojo, mm-hmm. and uh, we need a break." So that's their way. When it 
Yeah. That's, Do you that's like different. me horny? Fuck yes. <laughs> Austin Powers. Austin quote. Powers. <laughs> All right. We're getting to the episode. We okay. promise. We promise. We're going to try to be serious here. Why so serious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting off my fucking cheeks for you. Okay, please don't. I don't care. How I like your face. I don't, I don't care how bad. You like my face. You know the, the only time I've ever. Oh my god! My mother told me <laughs> shit. They're on the. We were on the phone with my mom this morning, and she has this new boyfriend who apparently is really fucking cool. So happy for her. And she, she, she told us that she tells him all the time, "I love your face," and it's funny because, and I told her this too. <laughs> the only person I've ever heard say the the words the phrase, "I love your face." was a gay guy in Colorado about nine years ago. And uh, <laughs> he was walking around this lodge we were at. And he's telling everyone, I love your face. That was my gay impression. I'm totally straight, so no offense if you're gay. I'm just impersonating what he sounded like. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I'm so totally getting a blowjob right now. Um, here, here, I'll put the microphone down there. <coughs> I married a freak. You're so yeah, you just you're, you're just welcome. like you're just like I love your face, and like apparently my dick loves your face too. Mm. Oh yeah, we definitely have to make sure we on the podcast <laughs> thing we have to click that little checkbox that says explicit content, <laughs> or we're gonna get our shit like fucking yes. shut down. I mean, if a nine year old looking for Barney, do they even watch Barney anymore? If they find that, if they find this, um, yeah, we don't want any beef. <laughs> no Apple or anybody else. But your insatiable blowjobs on air. I, I I can't control this woman. She's mm. insatiable. <clears throat> Fuck. Well, we already did that today. Yes, we did. <laughs> Last four days. <laughs> yeah, multiple times. And went to the club and had some other action. Um, <laughs> ah, double-sided dildo again. That was hot. Yeah, she learned she likes that. Yes, I do. Especially from this one specific person. <laughs> With our, her one, our one, her one. Well, I'd say our friend, but it's your more special friend. But we're both <laughs> friends with her. She looks like a Barbie doll. Like, just imagine blonde Barbie. With brown the, eyes. This this is her. I didn't notice the color of her eyes because oh, her I eyes do. aren't what I normally look at. <laughs> we I love do. you. You know who you are. Well, that's um, the first thing I when I meet anybody. That's it's not the first, first thing. That's not the first thing a guy notices, <laughs> typically, uh, on a woman who looks like her. For me, um, it is. It's eyes. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I love their eyes. Yeah. You think okay. of like that perfect ten blonde, and you know that that woman that people that other women look at and go, "Oh, look at that bitch." She thinks she's a Barbie. Like, yeah, she is. She and fucking is a Barbie. She is a Barbie, and she's hot. She has a great personality, great sense of humor, and she's fun as fuck. Especially at the swinger club mm. and any other and or any other. Sibian parties or any Sibian other parties that we've went to with her. That we've been to. And, uh, <laughs> she, you know, June's got this new thing and we'll get into it. But, mm. uh, this new, this new daddy thing that she yeah. calls me. And, um, she, let's just say June was way too distracted at the club with all the people and the lights and the music and all that distracting shit. Mm-hmm. Well, our Barbie friend whipped out her double sided dildo. Yeah, she did. That vibrates. Mm-hmm. And 
I have one now too. Yeah, yep. I bought one. Well, she <laughs> she she got June there all mm. the way. Mm. It took a little while because you were very distracted. Yeah. But then this Barbie doll looks at me and goes, "Who's her fucking daddy now?" <laughs> <laughs> she did. And it was at that moment. <laughs> I was gonna say I knew I fucked up, but I didn't fuck up. No, you didn't. There is there is a certain uh, feminine sexual energy I can't give to you because I'm a dude with a dick. And I'm masculine. And I but love I at, that, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Just as much. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, look, I, I said, hey, you fucking did it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not threatened. Shit. Like, <laughs> you bring something I don't, and I bring something you don't. Fuck. And later on, she she kind of looked at me and kind of whispered as we were walking down the hallway, like, hey, you know, I was just joking, right? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm good. We're good. She's like, okay. I didn't even hear that. Yeah, That's she's funny. Such, she's such a good person. She's like, I was just playing. You know that, right? She wanted to make sure I was okay, because some guys will get dick hurt by that. What the fuck was, was that noise? Oh, my cat. Our cat. We have a cat, and he's, like, over there, like, wow. Yeah. All right, so our cat just started making these random wow. loud, loud, deep meow sounds as we're talking about <laughs> sex. Yes. Um, we can hear it from the other room. Oh, wow. That was distracting. That, that was distracting. <laughs> um. Maybe he senses the energy in our conversation. I don't know. Probably. Um, kind of weird. But I digress. Is it? I digress. Is it? I digress. Is it? Today we are talking about... <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> you know, in America, the Russians aren't loved for a lot of things. I'm just going to say thank you for your vodka. Because, yes. Because you add value to my American life. And it, Oh, by the way, this is a Monday. Have you ever seen that movie Office Space? Or the, was it? No, no. Yeah. Case of the Mondays? I think that's that, Office that Space. That one lady's like, oh, somebody has a case of the Mondays because, like, he's all depressed and his life sucks. Uh, it's Monday morning, and uh, I fucking love Mondays. Oh, there's June going again. Going down again. <laughs> Here. Microphone sounds. <laughs> oh. Let me just tell you, we've been married a decade and a half, over a decade and a half, almost two decades. And if you're one of those people who says marriage sucks, it's an outdated institution, you have right to your opinion. But I don't know what the fuck you're doing wrong. Because after all these years, double-digit years, over a decade and a half, um, we're doing a podcast naked, and I'm getting a fucking blowjob while I'm doing it. Even the cat's going, wow. And I'm like, damn, like the door's closed. He ain't even in here. Because that'd be weird. And, yeah. So, anyways, let's get to our topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you sound like you're ready. <clears throat> oh, I'm always ready for you, baby. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> All right, we're going to get through this, I swear to God. <laughs> or I don't. I never actually sworn at God. No, actually, I have. I've been pretty pissed off. I have sworn at God. Um, not to God, but at God. I don't know which is better. Um God. Oh, is it getting warm in here? Shit. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, are you? That's <laughs> because you're here, baby. All right, June just literally licked the filter on her microphone. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I really like what you show me right now. In the words of Bobby Boucher, I really like what you show me right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start right. the podcast. All right. The vodka's working. <laughs> yes, it is. Hey, hey if, if, if you ever want a t-shirt idea. For people who have bad days, 
I would just get a black t-shirt with white bold letters and just put vodka helps. Mm-hmm. If you make a million dollars off that, I trust you will uh, send me a little a nice little commish mm. check because you're welcome for the idea. So today we're talking about how to argue less and discover new hot kinks in the lifestyle. Because mm-hmm. here's the deal. Most couples have some serious fights when they first get into the lifestyle. It's very different mm-hmm. from how most of us are raised. Uh, but through those fights, they can actually discover a lot about themselves and each other that can enhance the relationship and sex lives for the better. Mm-hmm. We've discovered this too. And today, we're going to share a bit about our own personal story discovering this. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, it can help you go in, this, go in the same and fun, uh, productive direction in your relationship and in the lifestyle so you can both uh, enjoy even more hot, even hotter sex and a more fulfilling relationship. So I'm going to stop talking for a minute, but we're going to talk about a couple of the major fights mm-hmm. we had in the beginning. Um, I'm going to kick it off with this. I'm I'm going to shut my trap, and June's going to talk, which but, is very hard for him to do. What can I say? I like to talk <laughs> a lot. I like to fuck a lot. So. It was okay. Basically, it was. It seemed in our relationship like it was okay for June to experiment and explore in the lifestyle, in the lifestyle, uh, but not me. So basically, it was okay for her to experiment and explore and try things that she wanted, and I never had any problem with it. But whenever I would, every every little time I would get to try something, she had a huge fucking problem with it, and mm-hmm. so. Even when I would say, yeah, go ahead and do that. Then after the fact, I'd be really upset. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the first time I got to do anything Mm -hmm. with another lady, you even, um, like I asked you twice, like I double confirmed. Yeah. Like, are you sure you're okay with this? Like I wanted to, to do this. Mm -hmm. It was actually with our Barbie friend. Um, (laughs) we'll just call her Barbie. Yeah. (laughs) And we're still friends, so yeah. um, apparently you know, there's some "quote unquote" air quote chemistry there. Uh-huh. Um, just can you little. explain explain that instance? So, just as an example. Um. Well, I'm one of those people that like I'm like let's just fucking do it, and then I'll figure out how I feel after the fact. Um, well, this is after a bunch of I don't know. I really don't want you to. Yeah. But now you feel guilty because I let you do a bunch of shit. Wait, you, you checked off like nine things the first night on your sex bucket list. And I'm like, okay, it's my fucking turn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, and I, I mean, I genuinely wanted him to, ah, uh, sorry. He's, uh, grabbing my boobs right now. <laughs> it feels good. I'm massaging your bruised. <laughs> 32 double D breasts because they're bruised because we had some really hot sex uh, about um, eight or nine times in the past four days. Uh, and I had four orgasms that one time. It was amazing. Yeah. In the one sitting. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I had done several things and he's not really, he hadn't really done a lot at that point. I really wanted him to. But I, I, I just didn't know how it was going to feel. And I'm one of those people. It's like, let's just do it. Because I'm not going to know how I feel until you just do it. But we had a little strife getting up to just doing it. Yeah. Like, we didn't jump to that. Yeah. 
like you got to a point where there there was so much strife and argument between us. You were like, "Fuck it, let's just do it." I don't know how I'm gonna feel until I know. Yeah. And right now, it's all imagined fear mm-hmm. and bad feelings. But I don't know if that's actually how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's all imagined, which is one of the big things in people's head. Guys and ladies alike, mm-hmm. we had this idea about how we're gonna feel and this fear of what it's gonna lead to and mean uh, before our partner tries something. But that's not always the case after they just do it. Sometimes you just go, oh, like a lady ate you out, June. Like, how how was that? And she's like, it was fucking awesome. And she's like, how did you feel? I'm like, I'm a guy. How the fuck do you think I felt? <laughs> like, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. But now that – and the thing is, there there's two sides to this thing. There is – uh, with like boundaries and we'll talk about that in another episode mm-hmm. there's like boundaries for yourself and as a couple but then there's like the boundaries you want to place on your partner yeah and realize that your partner is a different human being with different desires different kinks mm-hmm. they're not always exactly like you and that was one of the problems we ran up against oh yeah so that one night you double confirmed with me like yeah you're fine to do that yeah but then it looked like i was having a little too good of a time and uh i was <laughs> so uh what was the car ride home all 35 minutes like? It was awful. It was awful. Um, because we hadn't set in place like anything like, hey, if you start to feel uncomfortable, maybe say this or that. Um, and then there was a side of me. It's like, well, I don't want to stop him because I know he's really enjoying himself. And so was she. But I was starting to feel very uncomfortable. Um, and so I I kind of walked over and kind of like was like tapping on him. She was tapping on my ass cheek. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a face full of this this Barbie doll. Yeah. And and then and then I kept tapping and kept tapping and kept tapping. I did not feel the tapping, by the way. I know. I, I, I didn't. I know. He really didn't. So it wasn't like he was like ignoring it. It was nothing like that at all because he's such a great guy. It's not it was nothing like that. It was just he didn't feel it. I was, and my so focus, then I'm my like, focus was elsewhere. Really fucking hard. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> she like stabbed me in the fucking right ass cheek with like all four of her main fingers. And then he finally stopped. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, and, and then, then he then finally you just, stopped. You had these like fucking I hate you eyes. One of the biggest challenges people face when they're new to the swinger lifestyle is finding other like-minded people to connect with and get to know. Because most people don't want others to know they're in the lifestyle. So how can you actually find these people? It's very simple, actually. Just go download our free two-page guide called Swing Easy. It's a free two-page PDF document where we show you three of the fastest and easiest places you can start meeting other couples just like you in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed. Just click the link in the show notes that says free Swing Easy PDF so you can start connecting with other like-minded couples and making new, fulfilling friendships and connections in the next 24 hours or less. Go click the link and grab it right now before the offer expires. Well, because I felt kind of like he didn't care. I was poking him and he did, I don't think he cared I that I was trying to... I didn't feel a thing. I was feeling very uncomfortable and I didn't feel like that he cared that I was feeling that way. Yeah, and now, in all honesty, it had, there was nothing in me 
one, that felt you tapping me. Yeah. And number two, there's nothing in me that did not care about you. Oh, yeah. I know, you know that. that. But true. No, I know you do. But the point there is she was thinking, what, does he not care about me? Well, that's obviously not the truth. We've been yeah. married this long. We got kids. We have a life together that is awesome, yeah. including sex life, even before the lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Um, so that what she thought wasn't even actually true, yeah. but she followed that narrative in her head. Mm-hmm. And here's a really good point. Don't believe everything you think. Yeah. Because that, so obviously, true. that obviously wasn't true. No, it, it still wasn't. Isn't. No, it wasn't true so, at all. So what happened there? Like... Tell us oh. about, about oh tell us God. about, well, tell us about how you internalized it. Like, because one, one of the big arguments we've had is that whenever I try something, uh, June makes it about her. Like if I'm having too good a time, it's like this zero sum game where if I'm enjoying something too much with another lady, oh, that must mean I'm not enough or I don't have what she has mm-hmm. or it takes away from her. But the difference is that the truth is that that is not the case at all. Yeah. Anything I enjoy with another lady, there isn't 1% that gets taken away from June. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't take away from her. It doesn't replace her. It's just, it's a, it's a, I've said this before and I'll say it again. My favorite ice cream is mint chocolate chip. But man, if someone gives me Rocky Road or peanut butter chocolate, I'm going to enjoy that shit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean my favorite still isn't mint chocolate chip. It doesn't take away from mint chocolate chip. It's just different. Yeah. And I'm the mint chocolate chip. You're the mint chocolate chip, baby. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So even like I was so upset at, at John, like it was, it was bad. I was like, I don't even, I didn't even want him to touch me. I was like, don't, don't touch me. Like I was so just like upset because I felt so like he didn't care. I'm pointing at him, like pointing, I'm, like stabbing into his ass like trying to get him to stop now did i once say i'm feeling really uncomfortable please stop john no and that was my bad how could i know yeah ladies remember this as men we don't read minds no matter how much you want us to we don't Mm -hmm. nobody does and we will not yeah now this was our very first time doing very first time we're we're doing like a parallel play with there was two other couples on the bed playing with each other, and then we were playing with each other. Then we kind of soft swapped with this one couple, you know, our Barbie friend and, and her guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a Ken for all you listeners. <laughs> he's Ken and she's Barbie. I mean, in <laughs> y- yeah, in every way. Yeah, Barbie and Ken both. Actually, he's way more manly than Ken. He's fucking GI Joe. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. even better. Ken's a Ken's kind of a puss. He's he's well, kind of a girly man. He wears an ascot for God's well, sake. Well, this one nothing is not. against you if you wear an ascot. Not saying you ain't a real man. <laughs> uh, you know, I just did say that. You did. I said that from my perspective of how I was raised. So, uh, no offense to you if you wear an ascot and you're a man. <laughs> All I'm saying is this guy who she called Ken. Uh, he's definitely not a Ken. Okay, he, he's, he's more, he's more like, of a GI Joe type. Yeah, and but... GI Joe don't don't wear no goddamn ascot. He no. wears camouflage though. And he'll cut a motherfucker too. There you go. Um, <laughs> oh, so yeah. So the whole ride home was terrible because I was like, it was awful. Like, it, I was like, I don't, don't, don't fucking touch me. I don't want to talk about it. It was terrible. I mean, I felt very. I don't. I don't know how you call the word very. I. I don't know. Very uncomfortable. Insecure. 
replaced, insecure. Uh, yeah, both of those, threatened. all of those. Yeah. Well, I, I, what we realized is that the fear she was facing, mm-hmm. which is most of us, I think in most cases, it comes down to this, it was fear of being replaced. What if he liked what he did with this this lady tonight that looks like a barber? What if he liked it too much and he ends up like leaving me, me for her? her. And yeah. a guy could think the same thing, like, oh, what if the other guy's dick is bigger? And what if my lady likes that more? And then, you know, I'm not enough. Um that does happen, but what we find, I'm getting a blowjob again. Damn, you are insatiable, June. But what we find is that you know couples know each other. Like you could you could physically be with a different person, but couples know each other. Couples tend to know what the other one likes, and you've got something there, like mentally, internally, relationally, that you can't really have with. A new person, like even though the new variety, the new flavor might be fun Mm -hmm. and add to the relationship, like the frosting on the cake we talked about in a different episode, um, we've learned that does not replace the the frosting does not replace the cake. Yeah. There wouldn't be any fucking cake if it was just frosting. It'd just be frosting. Mm -hmm. And we find that's one one of the deepest points of, of friction. Is that either of the couple, the people in the in the as part of the couple, um, the root of most of the problems is fear of not being good enough or replacement or what does it mean if he enjoys himself with another lady, mm-hmm. um, which kind of leads into our our main point, our solution. Um, much like today, when we found this solution, it was just a few days ago. Yeah, we were drinking vodka for breakfast. Much like today. <laughs> it was more like an early lunch today. I think it was like 10.45. Yeah. But the other morning, it was like fucking, what, 8.30, 9 o'clock? Oh, it was nine, like 9 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. really early. We hadn't had anything to eat, nothing to drink. Mm. They had like I, two or, it was like two or three shots of vodka each. Yeah. And then, sub- it's, and then suddenly, like we started, we started like arguing a little bit again. And what happened was <laughs> the vodka kicked in. Mm-hmm. People would say like certain drugs or psychedelics or alcohol aren't good for you. Maybe like your physical body, they're not good over long term, constant. Mm-hmm. But this shit like showed us something. Oh, we, absolutely. We, we had a discussion that solved this problem for us. Yeah. So I if did. you've ever had jealousy issues with your partner, we we're not going to sit here and say we have all the answers. But you better listen the fuck up because we would we've had five or six major fucking blowout arguments since joining the lifestyle. They were and they've been horrible. They've been I mean, literally, like bad. he's like, I'm going out and like turned his location settings off of his phone. I'm trying Didn't to text back. him randomly. Did not come back for like I'm not I'm six serious. Like six to eight hours later, I'm fucking worried. I'm like. I'm about to call 911 because I just want to know you're fucking okay. Yeah, and my response was two words. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. That's how pissed off we were. And I, that hurt. But I, I know he was super and pissed I, at that moment. And I wanted it to hurt. And, it, Be- well, it worked. <laughs> it was bad as that sounds. But in that moment, yeah. Because I had felt so hurt that she, that I would, I would, I had, I've always been open to letting her experience things in the lifestyle because whatever she is, I want her to experience it. She just wouldn't allow that for me in return. Every time I got to experience something, 
I knew hell was coming on the drive home and then that night in bed and the next day. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got past that and that's what we're about to talk about. Yeah. So we're sitting around drinking vodka for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> this was Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just yeah, that's a few days ago. Yeah. Well, here we were arguing again. Mm-hmm. Because here's here's the thing I did. Here's the mistake I unknowingly made. I always felt if I give June the freedom to be her, I should have the freedom to be me. Mm-hmm. And we can both accept each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what is fine. Um, for some reason that wasn't working. No. And we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. So I got fed up with her arguing over the same thing. Cause I would tell her she's a hypocrite. Like I let you enjoy things in a lifestyle. Why don't you let me enjoy things in a lifestyle? Yeah. And she wasn't trying. I, I knew she was never trying to be malicious. No. Um, she was just dealing with something, but every one of our major fights had to do with the fact that I let you enjoy stuff. Why can't you let me be free to be me and enjoy myself and discover me? Yeah. And so I got so pissed off, you know, and I allowed, I allowed that to happen because I was playing the nice guy. Because mm-hmm. to my own admission, I kind of am. I don't want to do something that's going to hurt my wife. So I was playing Mr. Nice Guy. And I told her, you know what? I kind of understand when they say nice guys finish last because here I am fucking arguing with you. Again. <laughs> Again. And so I got fed up. Uh, I basically sat there. I said, listen up. Here's how the fuck it's going to be. And I said, you get to do what you want in the lifestyle. I let you experiment. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. You're going to sit there and you're going to fucking watch it and be a part of it. Or you can fucking leave. Like, I don't recommend that no. uh, for every couple because we don't know your relationship. Mm-hmm. It might destroy something that need not be destroyed. That's very important. Called your marriage, your relationship. But I got so fed up. Well, that's not even all you said. You also he had also yeah. said, you know, those few things that you told me just recently that you want to try. Oh, new things she wants to try in the lifestyle. Yes, I want to make her feel what the fuck I felt so he's by not like, being able. You're not doing any fucking thing unless I say you can. And June fucking loved it. <laughs> I did. Because I'm like, it. fucking finally he cares about me. Now, wait, 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 for everyone just got a scrambled signal there. <laughs> I told her, I got, I'm like, I'm fed up. I'm going to tell you how the fuck it's going to be. You're not going to do any of this new shit you want to try out in the lifestyle. Until I fucking say you can. Until I get mine, you're not. Yeah. No, I thought that was going to be a fucking, like, like game ender. Like, game over. We're fucking done. Instead, something happened where you walked away. and But you came back a few minutes later as we were still sipping vodka. Yeah. And you're like, hey, um, this is going to sound kind of weird. Tell, tell them what you told me. Because <laughs> I was shocked as Because I still feel weird about it. Say it. <laughs> I, Say it, you whore. Okay. Yes, daddy. <laughs> yes, daddy. Um, okay. So I literally was like, I don't know why. I hope this doesn't sound weird. I hope you don't think I'm weird. But I literally 
it made me feel so good for you to tell me what I could do and what I couldn't do with somebody else. Yeah. Guy, lady, whatever. Yeah. She's she's only played with ladies. That's her big interest. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. So guys, don't even try. There's no (laughs) chance. She's into chicks. The only dick she wants is this one. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. I'm like, wait. We literally stood there. I'm like, wait. You like it that I said that to you? Oh, hell yeah, I did. And I'm like, now I'm all fucked up in my head because if you try to fence me... And he got a huge ass boner. I'm just saying. (laughs) He got a fucking huge ass boner as soon as I fucking told him that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you try to fence me and I'm going to burn that fucking fence to the goddamn ground. (laughs) Like, you don't fence me in, motherfucker. Like, I'll burn the fence and I'll burn your body with it. Like, <laughs> like you don't fence, like, I am free to be who the fuck I am. You're not going to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. But wait a minute. Now your wife is telling you, I'm thinking to myself, she want, I'm like, wait, you want me to tell you yes. what, what to do? Yes. Explain that. Because this whole time we've been in the lifestyle for a couple months, He's like, do whatever you want to do, June. Do whatever you want to do. Whatever you feel like you want to try or explore, go for it. Why did I tell you that? Well, because that I love you. because you love me. Yeah. But I was fucking feeling like he doesn't fucking care about me. He doesn't care what the hell I do. Or with who? Or with who? It's like I was feeling like he didn't fucking care about me. He said he cared about me. He said he loved me, but he's not showing me that because he's telling me I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. And I didn't like that. For me, it was like I don't know anybody I didn't feel who, loved by that. I I, I, I never could have imagined <laughs> in my ever in a million years <laughs> in a million years someone saying I don't like being told I had to free I have the freedom to do what I want. No, see. That's how I receive yeah. love and acceptance. And it's like, it's like, hey, John, you be you. You do you. Like, whatever you are, it's fine with me because it's you. Yeah. You're free to do whatever that is. Mm-hmm. That's where I was trying to get. But she wanted to be told what to do. Because I, I felt like you love and accept me for who I am. I'm free to be me if you let me, allow me to do what I do. Uh, and just be myself, whatever that is. However, you receive a sense of love and acceptance and belonging and caring uh, when I tell you what to do or not do. Yes. Because, and I didn't, she had to really explain this to me, but my understanding is if I didn't care about you, I wouldn't be telling you what to do. Now, I grew up around around men who treated women like shit and literally oh, yeah. fucking abused them. Oh, yeah. So I saw men growing up doing exactly what she wants me to do to her, uh, but they they were doing it in a malicious, abusive, literally abusive way in, in several types of abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mindset is I am never going to be one of those fucking guys. And yeah. if I find those guys hurting a lady, I'm going to choke the shit out of them. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I'll fucking choke them out. Yeah. So I've always been anti that. Mm-hmm. Even there is a part, even though there is a part of me that's more dominant oh, in the yeah. bedroom and controlling because it's hot for some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> point is, I was so lost and confused when you're like, I want you to tell me what to do. Yeah. Like I liked when you said, Oh, you want to try that new thing? You're not trying that unless I say you can. And you're like, Yes, daddy, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I was like, and I'm like, boing, and I'm like why am I fuck? getting all wet and hot right now and bothered right now? <laughs> like, 
So I did. I told him like, and I'm so glad I did because I was like, I don't know why, but I liked that when you told me what I could do and what I couldn't do. It made me feel like you loved me and that you cared because, and I started crying. Yeah, I don't you start did. crying now, but I, I was like, literally, I felt so, I felt like he didn't care. Hmm. And now I feel like he does. Guys, have you found it difficult to get and keep an erection while at lifestyle events? If so, you're not alone, and it's common. The new environment and the distractions can contribute to a lack of an erection due to performance anxiety at the very moment you need it the most. I personally ran into this issue early on in the lifestyle, and it was super frustrating. But don't worry, there's a solution. If you use our link in the show notes and use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout, you'll get $30 off your order of FDA-approved ED medication from Shameless Care so you can get hard and stay hard in the moments that matter most. Don't question your manhood or feel like less of a man ever again. Just click the link in the show notes right now to get $30 off before the promotion ends so you can get back in the game and blow your sex partner's mind. Click the link right now and simply use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout. And again, the the reason we had so much strife in those first five or six major blowout arguments in the lifestyle is because I perceive somebody caring about me and accepting me. They do that by, hey, you're free to be whoever and whatever you are. She receives it from the opposite end of the spectrum. Way opposite. (laughs) She receives it as... When I tell her what she's going to do or not do, she feels care, care about and valued yeah. because apparently I wouldn't be telling her what she's going to do or not do if I didn't if care about didn't her. didn't care. Yeah. That is something, listen up, um, couples. I don't know if that's a major strife point in your life and in, in new in the lifestyle, but you better fucking hear what you just said. Yeah. Because those fights could have led somewhere very nasty and bad that they need not go and cost us more than we ever needed to lose and neither of us wanted to. So talk to your guy, talk to your lady, see if it's something like that. Because what that really was, it was a miscommunication. Yeah, definitely. But we didn't, we didn't know how to tell each other that because like we didn't know what we didn't know on how to, we didn't know what the, we didn't know we just wanted to both be accepted. Yeah. Um, Eventually we did, but we also didn't know how to get there on a level we both understand. And what we really didn't realize, like I said, is that we both we both reached that same destination from two different opposite paths. Yeah. That was the hard thing because it was a blind spot. Oh, my God. Like, and when you have a blind spot, you don't know you have a blind spot. That's why it's good to have other people in your life, yeah. others who can mentor you along and help you and mm-hmm. give you insight. You know, we talk about that in another episode. And I hope we can do that for you guys listening. You know, like if you're dealing with this, like maybe f- try to figure it out. Like what is, what is, because I kept trying to figure out, I'm like, what the hell? You know, and of course I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, what the fuck is literally wrong with me? That's what I was asking. my fault. Like, every time we were fighting, it was all about me not being comfortable with him being able to be himself. When you were able to be. he's able to be, but I'm able to be myself. But me, I was feeling like he doesn't fucking care. He doesn't care about me. He says he does. He says he loves me, but I'm not. 
he's telling me to do whatever the fuck I want to do. But that was making me feel very unloved, very uncared for. It was the opposite. See, I wish I wish you would have known to just say that to me. Yeah, and I just didn't. Because I would have been like, what do you mean you don't feel cared for? I'm giving you the freedom to explore who you are um, without limits. You know, that is love. And you probably would have said... No. Yeah, well, you give me so much freedom. It's like you don't give a shit what I do. Yeah. Which means you don't give a shit about me. Yeah. Or that's how you perceive it. Oh, yeah. If we could have gotten there faster. Oh, my God. Um. Wow. Like those fights <sighs> probably would have never happened. No. They I mean, yeah, there would have been still some uncomfortable because it's new. But yeah. like it would have. Oh, my God. Like probably four of those fights would have never fucking happened. And I wish to God they did, wouldn't have because they like, were super painful. It's like 90% of the fights that we had. Oh my it, god. It was a, it was over that that unknown. Yeah. But once we learned that mm-hmm. through several fights and vodka for <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Shit, that's we should name this episode Vodka for Breakfast. Seriously. I'm writing that down. You should. That's change I can believe in. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean because it's like it was just like I saw you know like I like, I like being, I like calling him daddy. I like the kink he tells me what to do. And in return, I feel very loved and I cared about, you know, like it's, it's, I feel very like, okay, finally. And I literally said that. I think I literally think I said, yeah. And I started crying because I was like, finally, like he finally, finally cares about me that he wants to say what I can do and what I can't do. Like, finally, you care. And I was, and see, and for me, I was giving him that. Like, okay, I'm caring about you. I'm telling you that I don't like that. I'm not, I'm uncomfortable with you doing that. I'm feeling like I'm trying to show him the way that I was wanting to receive. And he was showing me the way he wanted to receive, if that makes sense. Well, that's something real common in the lifestyle or with any new sex partner, mm-hmm. we usually bring our go-to game to them and we don't know it's not their thing unless we ask them. Yeah. Like I was coming at you from the free, the free to be you position. Yeah. Because that's how I feel most loved and accepted and cared about. Mm-hmm. But you were coming to me from tell me what to do, control me. Cause that means I, that, that makes me feel like you value me and love me and care about me. We were trying to get to the same place, but we were coming from two separate paths. Completely opposite. That's like having a new sex partner and trying all all the moves that worked on the last one. Mm-hmm. But you're not realizing this is a different person with a different body, different kinks and different likes. Different mindsets. You know, different, different minds. They have their own kinks. They have their own fantasies. They like their own. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you ask, unless you talk to that new one. You're not going to know what they like. Like yeah. one one thing I've noticed, and hell, shit, I'll give myself credit for this. <laughs> I'm the only one I know. Maybe it's because I don't know what the fuck. I don't know why. I'm the only person that I've seen in like in, in all the play times we've had over the past few months in the lifestyle. I am the only person I've seen. I'm not bragging. I'm a business owner. It's not bragging if it's true, right? I know. I'm a business owner. Yes, the customer. <laughs> yes, the customer what they want, and then you fucking give them what they want. You don't give them what you think they want. So, before every lady I play with, mm-hmm. I say, "Hey, what do you like? How do you want it? Like, what's your favorite way of getting it mm-hmm. or doing this thing? Like, what do you like? Because I know 
she's not going to be like June or the last three or four. So what do you like? I have found in lifestyle, most people, uh, men and women both, and the unsatisfying experiences we've had with them have been because they're doing things that we just don't enjoy. Yeah. Or we see we see other people in the lifestyle plane doing things that they think the person is going to enjoy, but they're just not. Mm-hmm. And then but you know, when they don't get there, they don't have an orgasm. It's like, oh, God. And then like the person giving feels bad. They didn't get them there. Mm-hmm. Person receiving, they feel bad because they think they should feel bad because they don't want the person that was giving up to them wrong to feel bad. They didn't get them there. Then everyone walks away feeling like shit. But here's the problem. Nobody asked anybody what the fuck they liked <laughs> or how they liked it. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. where I was going with that. But uh, um, It's a good point, though. It's a great point. <laughs> it's like the one thing I've gotten right. Yeah. It's like, and even even with that, the uh, the answers are have been quite vague. The the ladies I've asked that of, mm-hmm. hey, how do you like it? What do you like? Most of them have just said, do anything, just go. I'm like, well, shit, okay, I can do that. <laughs> but I know each each lady has her own likes, the mm-hmm. way she t- gets touched and felt. You know, is it mainly click stimulation? Is it a certain For me, way? it definitely is. Is it? You know, there's all kinds of things. I don't want your um, finger up there. I don't want you going hard. I want you being consistent on my clit. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Some women love apparently getting rammed and jammed up their fingers, whatever, <laughs> while, you know, they're getting fucking slapped and hair pulled and getting sworn at. But I, I am not that person. <laughs> you know, so I mean, that, yes, I love being slapped and my hair being grabbed because I love being <sighs> controlled by daddy. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I don't, I don't like the fingers up there if you're eating me out. I don't like. Yeah, but nobody's ever. And no consistency. Yeah. Like if you just start doing that and then you stop. It's like, uh, you were kind of getting me there, and then you fucking stopped. Yeah. I, here's what I learned from Eric Everhard. He's been a porn star for like 25 years. <laughs> He's taught me some stuff. Thank you, hey, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out, Eric Everhard. Yes, thank you. <laughs> He's, it's like when he was teaching me how to like here's the te- here's like the three things he, i forget what the three things were but eating lady out and getting her there mm-hmm. he's like think about a vibrator what is it it's doing one thing it's doing it consistently and it doesn't fucking stop until she's over the edge yeah he's like that's he's like that's your competition so mm-hmm. you need to do the consistent thing and whatever i just said <laughs> i've had vodka do the deal. You know, it's doing one thing. Keep doing that one thing. That's the right thing, by the way. And don't stop till she gets over the edge. Yeah. Every time I do that to you, mm. it's simple. Yeah. Every time I do that to you, you get there. Yeah. Unless we're at the club and then yeah. it's like really hard. Because really? It's super, super fucking distracting. Yeah. There's all kinds there. of stimuli and distracting. That's, and we'll discuss that in another episode. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So but it's if like, we're at home. Yeah. And he does those three things, and he just stays where he's supposed to stay. <laughs> Do what the fuck I'm told what I'm supposed to it, do. <laughs> it works. Like, within 10 minutes, I'm there every time. Yeah. If so, so my point was, like, if you're playing with somebody, like, ask them what they like. Like, we can do better than what I've seen in the lifestyle. Not yeah. gonna, I'm new. Like, we're new. Mm-hmm. Relatively. So... 
It's like, oh, there's a lot we don't know. Yeah, well, there's also a lot of value that a new perspective brings because sometimes in established institutions or ways of doing things, there's these habits or common ways of doing them, and everyone just thinks that's the way it's supposed to be done, so they do it. Um, it could be the lifestyle. It could be a church thing. Well, like across the broad spectrum, mm-hmm. it's kind of a gross comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but when you have a fresh perspective and go, why you, why do you do it that way? Yeah, you know, and people go, oh well, well, because that's the way it's done, and you're going, no, it isn't. This mm-hmm. is what works for me. Then people get enlightened because you have a new perspective. Yeah. So here's here's like the big endpoint. We're gonna start winding down from this uh, this freak show. <laughs> which has been awesome, by the way, this sexual freak show. Mm. (laughs) Try, listen, listen to this point. If you've heard nothing, listen to this. It can enhance your your sex life, your relationship, and even save it if that shit goes on the rocks. Mm -hmm. Try to communicate why you feel the way you do and the meaning you're giving to something and verify it, whether it's true or not. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. When it comes to your partner, try to communicate why you feel the way you do. If it's negative or you have a problem with something, try to communicate why you feel that way. Yeah. And what it means to you, the meaning you're giving, the meaning you're assigning to that thing. Mm-hmm. And then verify whether it's true or not. Here's an example. June was upset with me for going down on LA and even her popping up at one point and going, looking at June going, damn, he's really good at that. Yeah. Try to communicate why you feel the way you do. The reason you felt, June, and correct me if I'm wrong, you felt the way you did because, well, one, it was new. It was mm-hmm. a new thing. So there was a shock value. There's always oh, yeah. the shock value of anything new that you do at the first time or first oh, couple yeah. times. Mm-hmm. But the reason you were upset is because you felt threatened. And well, what that you had fear. What was the meaning of that though? Mm-hmm. The meaning you gave it was, wow, she enjoyed that so much, and so did he. Is he gonna one day leave me for her because they yeah. both enjoyed it so much? Mm-hmm. Now, was that verifiable and valid and true? No, absolutely not. Fuck no. But that's absolutely the meaning not. you gave to it. And guys, it's the same way. What if his dick is bigger than mine? What if she finds? She likes bigger dicks. Well, I can't make my dick bigger than it is. You know, so that for a guy, that could be the case. Or what if she likes his touch or the way he does things better? And you know, you know what? That could happen if you have a relationship that's already on the rocks or struggling yeah. mm-hmm. and you get in the lifestyle, which we don't recommend you do. Yeah. Don't do this if you're but, already on the rocks. <laughs> but it's like it's like here's an example, and every guy should understand this at least. Maybe the ladies, if you're bi. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't care if a lady has double or triple D's like you, or if she's a B cup. Tits are tits, boobs are boobs, pussies are pussies. They're enjoyable. I like them all. One is not better than the other. They're just different. Now mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't speak for the ladies, and you can't either. Maybe for some ladies, it's the same way with dicks. I don't know. Maybe some some ladies, it's like, I need nine inches plus or I'm not satisfied. All right, you need a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. At least you know that's your thing. Um, not me. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, go into that. 
I think that John is the perfect size um, because he's, I don't know, it's perfect. Like it's not way ass big, but it's not a tiny, tiny dick. It's like literally it's the perfect size. There are times we fuck so hard for hours like Friday and like I'm like, okay, I need a break because I feel like I'm going to start bleeding from my pussy because I'm so fucking sore from how hard we rode. <laughs> and we didn't have to fuck for hours. Like anything over like 22 and a half minutes, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. It's starting to hurt. Yeah. But I could look at other guys that are like friends of mine. I'm like, dude, I know that guy's got like another inch and a half on me. And he's like another inch like in girth bigger. Mm-hmm. Is bigger always better? No, it is not always better. Okay. Tell us about that. If it's too big, I'm like, don't touch me for like four days, John. I am so ass sore. Like, don't fucking touch down there. It's so fucking sore. Like, that's not, I don't, I don't, and I don't want that. I don't enjoy being sore for fucking four days. Especially when we like to fuck every day or every other day. We really do. And I'm like, I don't want to go four days without him. So we could only fuck maybe like once or twice a week if I was a lot bigger. Oh my God. Or if I was, if I was even a little bigger. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not small. But I'm not a, I'm not a T-Rex either. I mean, my body would certainly adjust fine eventually, but eventually. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm average to above. Like yeah. maybe maybe just on the higher end of of average. So Yeah, he's perfect. Yeah. Well, fuck it. I'm just going to say I'm about 6 inches long and about 5 inches around. Mm-hmm. I'm right around there. So I'm about average maybe on a little larger side. But I also have heard from ladies perfect size. Perfect size. size Perfect size. If you want it multiple times a week and she has capacity. Yes. I've heard some people say, some ladies say, a lot of guys with like horse dicks, donkey dicks, they'll show up, you know, they're real big and they'll show up, not all of them, so this is you, we're not saying it's you, but that they'll show up and be like, all right, whip it out. There it is. Like, go to town, ladies. And the lady will look at it and be like, all right, well, what the fuck are you going to do with it? Like, um... You think you're just going to show up and present it? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what do you know how to do? What do you know how to do with it? And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you don't have any game? You <laughs> then just get bring, the fuck out. You bring the muscle, you just don't have any skill. So you don't want to be that guy. No. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, um, you know, the thing, the thing we're finding, and this probably has limits, but in general, it's it seems like it's a lot less about the size and more about what you know to do with it. Yeah. And, um, you know, if, and if you know how the, the, the lady you're with in this case, if you know how she likes to be pleased, mm-hmm. you can hit those spots. She doesn't give a fuck what size it is. No. If they can't hit the spots that she likes and you know those spots. See, that's what's so great, especially about being in a long-term relationship. You, at least most people tend to generally know that about the person they're with in the relationship if you don't you need to start fucking communicating yeah Uh, if if you don't know that and you've been married for a decade plus or even five years plus like you need to start fucking talking Mm -hmm. and just being open and honest yeah definitely so we got kind of on a rabbit trail there with (laughs) dick size that's okay because it's important yeah it is important to some extent with certain ladies yeah i'm saying the point is important yeah like it doesn't matter the size like if you can please us well Another thing that Eric Everhard taught me was um, he was talking about guys who can't perform. 
Like if they can't get there, can't get hard. That's one of the things he coaches guys on. He's like, look, man, she might not forgive that. Then you're afraid she's going to tell her friends. What's she going to think of me? Am I less of a man? All this stuff. Mm-hmm. But here's his point. And this was in the, this was in the lesson where he was that I learned from him, where he was uh, teaching basically how to eat eat how to eat pussy like really good. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> He's the only, it's the only per, the only thing I've ever learned was from this guy, mm-hmm. and it works every fucking time with oh, my lady. Yeah. But his point was, look, guys, if you if you have a bad night and you can't perform for whatever reason, can't get hard, stay hard, can't get there. If you know how to eat her out, and you give her one, two, three, four, five, however many fucking orgasms you eat her to, because you know how to do it right, mm-hmm. you're going to get a free pass if you can't perform that night. Four on Friday, anyway. <laughs> Just saying. She had four orgasms on Friday. If for some reason I couldn't, quote unquote, get there um say we had been dating or we just met but i gave you four fucking orgasms would you you, come back to you hell yeah i will you think are you gonna give me a second chance like hey i was nervous this time new environment i don't know let's get together again oh fuck yeah okay so dudes ladies learn how to eat pussy like a champ (laughs) and uh i need john to teach me yeah oh yeah talking about kinks uh yeah, the other the other day on the ride home, she's like, "Hey, I'm I don't want it right now." I think we talked about this in one of the last we episodes. Did. Yeah, but remember, with kinks, they evolve and develop too. Mm-hmm. She's like, "I think I want you to teach me how to do that to a lady." Mm-hmm. And I also dispelled some myths about it that she was believing that turned her off to it. And once I did that, she's like, "Really? That's not." I'm like, "No, that's not at all." Here's what you do, and here's where you do it. This is all it is. Yeah, like now. <laughs> I'm going to teach my wife how to eat pussy like a champ. Yes. (laughs) So anyway, rabbit trail again. But our end point was this. Try to communicate why you feel the way you do if you're struggling or fighting about something. Mm -hmm. And discuss the meaning that you're giving to it so you can verify whether it's true or not with, with your partner. At least they understand why you're saying what you are and where you're coming from. And then validate and verify whether or not it's true. Yeah, because literally like this would have saved us so many frustrations and some of our biggest, most literally the most biggest painful fights we've ever had. It would have saved us all that. Oh, we've had blowout fights. I mean, they were bad. In our our marriage, but getting in a lifestyle, these five or six that have happened, these have been worse than anything we've ever, and we've been through some shit. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want we want you to think about this mm-hmm. as we let you go. Think about this in your life. Ask yourself this question. What is a point of struggle that you and your partner have in the lifestyle? What's a point of struggle that you and your partner individually have in your lifestyle journey? Mm-hmm. Like identify that. What is it? It's jealousy. It's seeing... You with someone else. It's you enjoying something else too much. It's a new kink that you have now that they never never knew you had. Yeah. And it's new to them and they have a problem with it. It's in, it causes them to feel insecure. Whatever. What is the point of struggle for each of you individually that you can talk about with each other in your lifestyle journey? Well, and I'm going to say this because I, I, I'm still trying to work on this. But 
even saying it in a nice way, like, hey, instead of just coming off and I and I'm like I said, I'm still working on this instead of just coming to John and I'm fucking pissed off and I'm angry. Like, hey, you know, you said this, that you're like, you might think that's hot eventually. I I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's tell, really, me, tell me, tell me the story you're talking about. Just tell them the story. What was it? Well, a friend of ours is like, oh, I'm planning a gangbang for my boyfriend and um no that and no, not their boyfriend Our, we have a guy friend who plans sibian and sex parties gangbangs whatnot he he he's an you could say he's an event organizer of sorts <laughs> and he arranges it for people he does so he put he put in this group in this app uh-huh. like hey i'm here's the lady she wants a gangbang any guys raise your hand who want a part of this and yeah. she looked fucking good so mm-hmm. Continue. So we saw that. You saw that. And then I had been talking to my friend who said she's planning a gangbang for her boyfriend. Yes. And you said. Wow, that sounds oh, hot. wow, that sounds hot. And I just. Fucking lost it. I lost it. Wow, that sounds hot. Four words. Now, I can have sex with you in front of other people <laughs> while you're making out with her. And all this other stuff going down to other ladies, licking their tits. They're blowing me. But when I say, when you talk about. Our friend organizing a gangbang for a boyfriend. And I go, wow, that sounds hot. Four words. That was your tipping point. Well, that was. It was because we do things together. And I was feeling like now oh. he wants to do something alone without me. And I didn't like that. See, I didn't see it as alone. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm there with like five or six other dudes. Okay, but. We... But, but, but absent of you being present. Yes. Yes. Now, if I went with you to the gangbang and I was just there, maybe that would be different. You I just, don't know. You just need to make it clear. Hey, guys, I'm just here to watch. I'm not yeah. the lady. <laughs> yes. But I, I I, was feeling like, well, why is he wanting to do something without me? I thought we were supposed to do this stuff together. Well, here's the thing. Again, that was, that's was that been a part, a piece of the tension between us and the friction mm-hmm. is that June, I've always accused June of always making my fantasies and desires about her. Mm-hmm. I always would say you you keep making this about you and then give, getting pissed off at me for being who I am for some reason having the fantasies that I do that I didn't choose they're just in me mm-hmm. so it was all about you know you making my fantasies about you and I never did that to you though mm-hmm. but that that was the point of contention with those four words wow that sounds hot yeah or wow that's yeah that's four words <laughs> I'm doing vodka mental math right now. Yeah, but, like, but was, I was, I was feeling shocked. like, okay, but we enjoy doing things together with yes. girls. So I was feeling like, why is he wanting to do something without me? Yeah, hey. So I felt rejected. By the way, if you're a lady and <laughs> you're a lady around North Texas and uh, you, you like couples, I'll just uh, put the invitation out that we we like to get to know uh, ladies in in our our Play local together with our the local girls. area, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. We you like, can fuck her and she can eat me out. Anything. All of we, the we, above. <laughs> we basically like to find a lady who wants to be, wants to feel like a billion dollars and mm-hmm. have all the attention on her and we will give it to her. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're, we're good people. We're, we're not going to do anything you don't want. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. We're but not that so- was what the strife was. We're not is- soliciting anything. We're just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <clears throat> um. But there, no, that's literally. What we're dis- that's what we're discovering. We kind of we uh, we kind of enjoy. But that was a strife with that one. It was because okay, we do this all together, together all the time, and now he's wanting to do something without me, and I was feeling very rejected. 
which was not the case, but that's kind of how I was feeling. Yeah, and I didn't say I didn't even say, "Hey, I want to do this," and it doesn't involve you. That was more implied in in knowing what a gangbang was. Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Wow, that'd be kind of hot to be one of those dudes." Like that'd be kind of fun. (laughs) Um, Because what guy doesn't? I mean, not say what guy. Most guys tend to go. If they're being honest, they wouldn't mind hypothetically being one of those guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that came with implications to June uh, that we had to talk through. Mm -hmm. And that led us to the huge fight where you're like, fuck this. You want to do this and this and this and this with this person? Guess what? You're not doing a damn thing until I fucking say you can. And then I got all wet and bothered. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, yes, master. I finally felt cared for. I was like, oh, my God, he cares finally. Finally. (laughs) Fucking finally. I think that's what I said. (laughs) Fucking finally. Yes, daddy. What the fuck? Mm. Yeah, when you go. Tell him him what you had on me on Saturday. (laughs) When you you go, finally, I'm like, finally what? Because I was so fucking pissed. She's like, finally. I'm like, finally what? Do you finally care? I'm like, what do you mean I finally care? I've been married all these years. What the fuck do you mean? Wait, what are you saying? Okay, back to. What I, what did I, I put said, on you? Yeah, what did you put on me on Saturday? And I fucking loved it. I'm trying to think. I don't. Um. <laughs> Come on, you put it on me. Wait, today. wait. Are you talking about the morning or the evening? Because we fucked around both. I, the evening, and then oh, you put it back on me today. Oh, yeah. While we fucked, because it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I led you around like the little whore you are. Mm. Daddy's little whore. I love it. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag daddy's little whore <laughs> we should get those on some panties oh or a t-shirt i'll wear them and you can take them off and i'll you can wear them as your necklace for the club that's what i usually do yes. like she wears she wears panties to the club Only for the explicit reason for me being able to take them off and wear them as a necklace i learned that from my great brother. friends who taught us yeah. that so okay so i bought this big old leather collar with like a, a furry inside mm-hmm. and it goes around her neck yeah and it has a two and a half foot chain mm-hmm with a leather handle on the other end, mm-hmm. and I clip it to the collar. I paraded her through. Oh my god! Through the swinger club <laughs> in front of hundreds of people for about six hours that night. I fucking loved every minute of it. And she was wet like Niagara Falls the whole <laughs> fucking time. This is bonus, by the way. We've been planning on talking about this. Oh my god! It ta- but it ties in. To the cared about daddy yes. thing. It makes you feel like you belong, that I care. Yeah. So when he gives can... me hickeys, when he spanks my ass and it leaves a mark for a week and a half, because I still have a mark from a week and a half ago, which is <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> then I have some from Saturday on the other ass cheek. Um, and some from this morning. And from this morning. I I don't know. I guess for me, it feels like I... He loves me. He cares about me. I belong to him. She likes to be branded, is what um, she says. I love to be branded. Um, And I don't know if it ties into being, you know, in a home that, you know, my dad left when I was three. I don't know. But for me, it's like, I belong to John. He loves me. He cares about me. I'm his property. He's branding me, and I fucking love it. He's walking me around on this leash around all these hundreds of people. Dressed in a hot leather fucking dress that is all is just about too short. And I had those stockings on, the fishnet oh, stockings. Fuck, she had fishnet <laughs> stockings on. And You're these, welcome. And these glossy black high heels that mm-hmm. made you totally look like a stripper. That's okay. It was I hot like, as shit. I like it. Oh yeah. I love looking great for daddy. That's right. You better. 
<laughs> but no, like I loved it. I loved so you, every minute of it. So like you've really discovered this submit through these fucking arguments. Ugh. When I was finally like, all right, listen up. Here's what the fuck I'm like. I literally told her this. And this sounds so fucked up. I'm going to say it. We're being very transparent and candid with you. We don't know you. We're going to tell you the fucking truth. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck bullshit podcasts who they're not real. I looked at her and I said, you know what? I want to strap, I want to handcuff you to a St. Andrew's cross. That's an X shaped cross in the BDSM world. I said, I want to fucking handcuff your hands and ankles to a St. Andrew's cross. And then I want to fuck 10 women in front of you. Mm-hmm. You give you the finger the whole fucking time while I'm looking you in the eye. Mm-hmm. And I'm just coming all over the place. Like, I told her that. Yeah, I, you did. I said, I want to fucking do that just in spite of you to make you feel some of the some of the the rejection that you've made me feel because I'm not allowed to be me and you're allowed to be you. And I said that. I said, you're going to fucking stay there because I'm not going to let you out. I said, you're going to sit there. You're going to fucking watch it. And you're going to do what the fuck you're told. And I don't give a shit what you think. Well, th- and that's that, not. And that was that. Yeah, that kind of thing. Is what started making you wet and going, yes. Well, even more so was like, oh, you want to do this brand new thing with this guy friend? Yeah, she okay. hasn't done anything with guys. No, yet, I haven't. But she has this idea with this one person. Because I've gotten to know the who guy. We, who we've gotten to know. And we're Good like, friend he's not of ours. a douche and whatever. Yeah. I've gone down on his girlfriend. So. <laughs> <laughs> what and, can I say? And I'm wanting to have him do that to me. And I and so he was like, oh, you want him to do that to you? Guess what? This Saturday? Fuck no. Oh, you want to try that? Oh, fuck no. Guess what? You're not doing anything unless I fucking say you can. And I got so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like fucking finally fucking finally oh if someone told me that i'd be like fuck you i'm about to choke you like you're but not no, you're not, not gonna fence me in not me but the point of this episode is this we we both wanted to feel loved and accepted for who we are and what we like and what we want to try as we yeah. discover about ourselves but we were coming at it from two different directions because we think differently than each other uh yeah uh, completely opposite. So think about this for your relationship. If yeah. you're a new swinger couple, you may not be approaching the same thing you both want from the same mm-hmm. angle until you identify that. Until you yeah. identify that, you might have some serious strife between the two of you. Mm-hmm. If that's the issue, if that's the issue between you, yeah, we just gave you the fucking answer that we wish somebody would have laid out on oh a gold, God. silver, or silver platter. And Seriously. Gold platter. Who the fuck does gold platter? I don't know. Silver. What? Silver. Wait, gold's more valuable than silver. I know, Why would there be a silver hear, platter? I don't know, but you always hear about silver. No, no. I grew up blue collar, and I'm not I'm not blue collar. I'm, I don't know what the fuck. I don't wear a collar. I wear, t- I wear MMA t-shirts. <laughs> so, whatever it is. Uh, June just wrote down on a piece of paper. I'm like, what is she writing? She wrote down the name of our favorite... Um, Local brewery restaurant where mm. we're apparently about to go eat. Mm. Don't worry, the vodka's probably wearing off. We'll be safe. We don't drive and drink, so don't worry. Yeah, uh, we won't leave until it's okay because we had vodka for breakfast. So, so anyway, there's that. So then any there's last that. any last thoughts you want to leave? Because I'm talking a lot. Um, I don't know. This was just a huge, huge ass break for us. Like it was like finally we understand each other. I was trying to show John how I felt, how I needed to be loved. 
and he was trying to show me how he needed to be loved and they were completely fucking opposite we were really just not aligned in that no way. not at once all. once we got in alignment it fucking worked yeah and completely so all, opposite we don't advocate any unhealthy habits but hooked on no. but, but hooked on vodka worked for us <laughs> so it allowed us to get like really real with with each other with yeah. high, very lowered inhibitions or giving a shit what the other person thought mm-hmm. we, I, I couldn't we, believe it i mean literally he said all that and i was like getting hot and i was like <laughs> oh my god like and, finally and here's the thing when she told me that made her hot and wet I got hard as oh, a rock. Oh, a hard as a fucking rock. I'm like, wait, okay, so this is what we both wanted all along. Yeah. But we didn't but know. We didn't, it. we didn't know. Like, she literally didn't know. Neither, neither did I. Like, no, we didn't know. But now that we know, well, how many times <sighs> have we had sex in the past four days? Um, A ton. Like, I'm, I'm fucking. Spent. Like, I need a day or two to chill. Yeah, Let like my I, vagina chill. Yeah, like I got nothing. I got no mojo left. Okay, I, I don't have any left either. Trust me. Oh, you do. I'll t- I'll bring it out of you. <laughs> don't yes, don't yes, you don't yes, you, you will, Daddy. <laughs> don't you don't you issue me that kind of challenge? I'll accept it, <laughs> and then I have to win. I know he will. So <laughs> we're gonna end it again, like we tried to 15 minutes ago, with this question for you, because this podcast is for you. It's yeah. about helping you. Yes. I mean, literally, so, I really hope that this helps you if you're dealing with anything like that we have or just a part of it. Like, oh, you know what? I don't apply to that part, but I apply to this part. Yeah, send send us an, an email. You hear this in the podcast all the time. Send us an email. Yeah. Newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. If if you want us to answer a question mm-hmm. that you have or something you're struggling with, we will. We can. And, about and you. We, will, we will do it anonymously. You, you're not going to get like, oh, here's. First name, last name from this city and state. Like, no, it's, mm-hmm. it's a random question. And even if you want me to make up a name, a first name, and say you're from a different state, that way nobody could ever recognize it, um, we'll do that too. Yeah. But this podcast is first and foremost for you. Absolutely. Secondly, it's us documenting our journey on this new lifestyle path and what we're enjoying and what we're learning. And if we can help you along um, the way we wish in some ways, someone else could have helped us along. That's mm-hmm. our goal. So what is a point of struggle for each of you in your relationship on this lifestyle journey? Mm-hmm. What's a point of struggle? What's one of the conflict points? Yeah. Ask yourself this. Are you verifying feelings and communicating clearly? Yeah. Thanks for listening to the New Swingers podcast. Do you have a question about the swinger lifestyle or an issue you're struggling with? Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com newswingerspodcast at gmail.com and there's a good chance we may anonymously feature and discuss your question so it can be helpful for you as well as other listeners just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com